Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 29. In this episode, my friends and I discuss media bias, its effect on our culture, as well as things that we need to be doing and patterns of thought that we need to be cultivating in order to think critically and to engage well in these types of conversations. So if this sounds interesting to you, give it a listen, and I hope you enjoy. Hello. Hey. Oh. Good morning. <laughs> Get in your nope. words now. Nope. Wait. What is it? Evening. Good evening. That's right. Afternoon. Afternoon. <laughs> how is everyone? How is everyone doing this day? Surviving. Right. Mm. Mm. Good day. That is empirically true. Mm-hmm. That we For all of us. <laughs> Living in this urban, suburban, I should say, jungle. Mm. Yeah. Got a lot of predators. The lions out there. roaring at you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do lions live in the jungle because you always hear about them being king of the jungle but I don't think they even live there maybe uh, Asiatic like the, yeah I was like they're Asiatic lions okay. yeah, so. yeah. yeah you're the zoologist oh you said it correctly too yeah. are you a zoo I wouldn't qualify Zoe what's the cool vernacular that zoologists use to refer to each other is it like zoe heads uh, zoe girl <laughs> what did you go to what did you go to so- <laughs> biology Specialized oh. in herpetology. Now, what's herpetology? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh. Okay, go ahead. I said it was snakes. Yes, and so reptiles and amphibians, right? Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. the uncle on, uh, was it Uncle Moore or something? On a series of unfortunate events. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's his name, but that's, yeah, that's. That so you've milked where I learned snakes? The no. Oh. I've been present for snake milking, so. Dude, they're reptiles. You can't yes. milk reptiles. Well, the venom, you milk them. Oh. So it's cool. I know. That but was yes. the joke. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> did you know that that's also where the word herpes comes from? Because the oh. warts that are thought to be caused by frogs hmm. and toads, oh. like oh. herp. Yeah. I Now, here's the thing. I don't know if that's true. Oh. <laughs> but doesn't it seem plausible? <laughs> Here on this episode of Doesn't It Seem Plausible... <laughs> It's, it's just going to be two hours. Say, of... No, he just said something that sounds accurate enough. Well, we would have all believed him and perpetuated I, the false you know, truth, much like. CNN. Not yet. Not yet. Not oh, yet. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I if we had to bet, like, do we think there's a greater than fifty percent chance that the root word for herpes is related to the root word for herpetologist? I just need to know: are, are the warts? scaly because then i'd say it goes well like, i mean like people have them like, on their faces like, on, warts like or yeah. frog warts. whatever herpes looks like does it looks scaly because then i think it jumps. oh i don't know no, no i'm not no. googling to find out yeah that's true this is <laughs> is the opposite of a googleable question but daniel seems to be <laughs> oh i'm all shredding no he he's googling <laughs> bravely to the, the 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 etymology of the word uh-huh. the minefield okay hang on let's you, let's have it from the greek word for promiscuity Okay. Post this, uh, oh. Don't just say oh. You all said you didn't want to search for it, and I was no, brave no. enough to. We, so. we were not going <laughs> to. We were not going to search to find out if uh, herpes warts were scaly or not. Well, I'm going to be doing something that, as a language guy, I absolutely like abhor, which is I'm going to look up on Google dictionary.com. Yeah, Google search what it, how to word derive. So I don't like when people do that for Hebrew. But what this put thing, in herpes etymology. So <laughs> herpes is derived from a Greek word meaning to creep or crawl. Ooh. 
I feel good about yeah, this, so guys. I think it's, I think it's herpetology. To yeah, that would snakes make crawl. I think That's it's right. related to it, but it's it's also toads. The Latin is inflammatory so spreading shingles. Ah. Uh, but how did it get related to uh, the creeping and the crawling? Because it creeps. So it doesn't. It didn't Probably. say anything about like, you know, being related to warts and thinking, you know, warts from toads or whatever. But I'm still gonna count myself as right because. Well, I'm not like on a, who's gonna an official, stop me? No official like, peer-reviewed article. Miriam Webster. I'm on, on, <laughs> on Edema online. Online. Edam. Edam online is what I'm on. So it's not like a, wow. very peer-reviewed place. Yeah. You see, there's just an Illuminati eye for the icon. <laughs> Anybody here know what uh, XKCD is? Yes. Yeah. The web comics, and yeah. they have a great one where there's a giant like, uh, sp- uh, no, a giant ant that is like terrorizing the city, and like a superhero shows up, and he's got a big E on his chest, and he goes, "Oh, you meant to call entomology man from the Greek ent, which means segmented," and like he's talking <laughs> about like the etymology of the word That's entomology. So funny. It's so clever, man. That, yeah, that comic comes <laughs> with a high recommend. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, media bias. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that finishes the sentence. It's I trans- thought that was a better segue. This transition was than... so much better. The media bias. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's no segue. Does it exist? And uh, how loudly do you have to say the words Tucker Carlson oh. around Miguel oh. to get him to make <laughs> gagging noises? Actually, really, yeah. What's, uh, what's your beef? What's your beef with Tucker Carlson? His name should be Carl Tuckerson, for one. <laughs> Carl Tuckerson. <laughs> that sounds less weird than Tucker Carlson. That that better already be a Twitter account. Oh, it should. Oh, Carl Tuckerson. If it's not, that's what <laughs> needs to happen tonight. Miguel's like, I know I'm spending my evening. Yeah. Now I just have guys. to go back to the beginning of Twitter and uh, just start memeing all of his stupid face, his tweets. Mm. Wow, okay. So, uh, okay, do we want to start with that, or do we want to talk about media bias in Polo General? Yeah. Uh, in general, yeah. for the, you know, Anglicans. Nope, not Anglicans. Yeah. I got that wrong. I need, <laughs> to, I need to study. This is an entomology podcast. I mean etymology podcast. Uh, anyway. Amazing. Yeah, so do we want to start with the specificer or the generaler? I think we all agree there's media bias, right? Yeah. No, I don't know, man. Does anyone... Well, then let's flip it around that way. Does anyone disagree that media is biased? No. I was like, I was like, are you <laughs> playing right now? I think Fox News is pretty fair and balanced. <laughs> Settled. Put a mm. rubber stamp that Put bad boy and... Media bias it. isn't even a question. Mm. It just is. It just is. I think... Much like, we're you know... Done. We're done I here. think, uh... <laughs> Just bias in the human yeah. psychology and is just a medication. I, immutable reality. I, I think, obviously, there is a media bias, but I think also um, media does a disservice to itself, uh, or like, or rather news organizations are doing a disservice to themselves when they're inviting um, like paid sponsorships or promotional material that are um, essentially, like you can pay to have a news segment put on the news, and you can talk about your product with a, a reputable anchor. I disagree. Um, okay, I, yeah, I, I disagree. We well, okay, but you're going to agree with my disagreement. I disagree that they're doing a disservice to themselves okay. because I think the service that they're trying to yeah. do to themselves is money. Yeah. I think they're doing a disservice to journalism. The, okay, yes, <laughs> and I to agree us. with your disagreement. Mm-hmm. So yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, this is going to go back to our very deep and profound uh, Marvel conversation where it's like everything's just money. It was all what 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 was the what was the phrase that was used? It was all uh, fan service. The from the moment that yeah. Iron Man, mm. sorry, Iron Man mm-hmm. was in theaters for the first time. Yeah. So anyway, that's the the tough thing is that it's all, mm-hmm. you know, profit driven. But for like, for Marvel, like what would what would what what would be the other alternative? Like a whole group of people get together and say, let's make a movie that everyone hates. But yeah. So I mean, it's it is entertainment that is understood to be fiction, exactly, rather than fictional entertainment that is presumed to be yeah fact. And it's and sometimes it's not even just entertainment. Sometimes it's literally like uh, you know a five minute segment on this product, like hey, and like and it's present and it's not presented as like hey, you know, like this uh, is an interview that someone paid to bring their product on. It's literally uh, we're bringing on. Uh, Eric, he, he has an incredible new product mm-hmm. that he's gonna, you know, like tell us more about this and it's revolutionary. And it's like I feel okay, like you... maybe we watched the same John Oliver piece this morning. Yes, yeah. actually, we that like yeah. John Oliver did that, um, which was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like maybe you've also seen the John Oliver hit not, not hit piece. Okay, I won't say that, but piece on Tucker Carlson uh, specifically, possibly. Yeah. And I, I remember talking to, uh, I think, Daniel, you and I were talking mm-hmm. about this before, and I said, is it safe for me to assume that all of the Tucker Carlson content that you've seen, I, I, I'm not taking a side, um, mm-hmm. I know very little about him, uh, that all of the, all or the vast majority of the Tucker Carlson content that you've seen has been embedded, like picked out and mm-hmm. embedded into a piece about how Tucker Carlson sucks. Is that a safe assumption? For me, yeah, I don't have a super big worry about that because I haven't seen other like other people where you can take pieces and make them look and suck as bad as Tucker Carlson. So it's to me, it's like, why does he have so much material that you can base off the <laughs> fact that he's yeah being overtly subversive in his messages? Hmm. Um, for me, uh, the majority, but it is not the sole source like i have seen i have watched i have been exposed to tucker carlson before and i've just sat there and been like all right everyone else is watching this like intently and believing it Mm -hmm. that's a thing people do Mm -hmm. and then it was only excellent when i discovered these Mm -hmm. hit pieces yeah you know just focus pieces yes Mm because uh i i will say that um the one position that I like, and I'm talking about like a, a mm-hmm. whole well-rounded position that I know that Tucker Carlson holds, um, and holds to very firmly is what I think is the correct position on what I hold as the second most important issue when it comes to me casting a vote, and that is that he is the he is probably the news person, the prominent news person who is m- most outspokenly. Uh, against our involvement in the Middle East mm-hmm. and says we need to get ourselves the heck out of there. Like we are, it is, it is, we're doing more harm than good. Mm-hmm. Um, we are wasting resources. We're claiming that we're bringing democracy and stabilizing the region. And we've been talking like that for 20 years and doesn't seem super stable. And and uh, so for that, he gets clout in, in my view. Mm-hmm. And then that's really the only view that I've heard from him mm-hmm. holistically dealt with. 
Um, now I've, I've heard things that it's like, okay, I get that, especially depending on the ears with which you're listening to him, mm-hmm. this can definitely come off as like race-based. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that largely the things that he's talking about is more like um, the advantages of Western civilization and not like the advantages of white over mm-hmm. black or white over uh, Hispanic, Asian, Turkish. Well, I'm just, I don't know what you guys talking about with John Oliver and... Mm-hmm. In this piece that I guess you that you're yeah he did he did like a twenty mm-hmm. yeah thirty minute piece yeah like he he does a, a show um akin to almost Last like a Colbert night. Report mm-hmm. type of thing well, I well know, it's, I know, it's, it's I but it's not satire I, I yeah but he did a piece I don't know how long ago specifically focusing on Tucker Carlson and how his the existence of his show is subversive to he would probably say like democracy or or political stability or yeah mm-hmm. um. I think one of the main non-racism. I think one of the points that he's making on there is that Tucker Carlson is doing something and is knowledgeable about the, what he's doing. That he has a method that is doing that is for a purpose, mm-hmm. and he knows that he's doing. He's not accidentally doing this method of asking these. He, what basically Tucker Carlson's doing is using a <clears> slippery slope. Yep. To make people scared of an idea. So, the, if there's an idea of like, hey, let's look into. Um, like one of the clips I saw from him uh, was let's look into this idea of um, sexual harassment, and that is the problem that's in the workplace. And hit and Tucker Carlson's piece was, where is the line? Soon they're going to start coming after this person, then they're starting to come after this, and the people are not going to be scared, and people are going to be scared anymore, and then no guys are going to be safe, and no guys are going to go to the workforce, and then there'll be no jobs because no guys will be. And so what he's doing is using the slippery slope to say if you look into sexual harassment in the workplace, guys will no longer be in the workforce, and the whole country will mm-hmm. implode. So when, so now whenever the person who's watching him, whenever what what the slippery slope argument does is, whenever you now think of the idea of sexual harassment, the first thing that pops in your mind is the crumbling of American democracy. Right. I mean, you'd have to like pay men a dollar thirty four on the dollar for every hour of a woman's labor if you wanted them to stay in the workplace. Mm-hmm. If that's the case. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. I was trying to do quick math, but I don't think I got that right. Uh, but that's something for me personally that i that i want to always be reforming in Mm -hmm. my mind is is do i tend to go on the slippery slope argument yeah yeah. because i'm not just trying to land blast this one guy it's something that any of us can use especially in the church of Mm -hmm. like well if you do this then this can happen and this can happen i want to prove why you shouldn't do that based on scripture and god's authority and not say well if you do that then you know if you allow this then ducks will start getting married people can be married to ducks (laughs) Um, which is another example of uh, someone in media that uses slippery. Has that not happened yet? Has no one married a duck? Okay, a lady married a bridge, right? Someone tried to marry the Eiffel Tower. I I think it's still illegal. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. But anyway, so that's something that that (laughs) I was was killing people, but people do it. (laughs) So that's something like for me when I'm looking, yeah, at um at someone and then saying, well, how I'm I know that in reality we're apart for Christ I would be no better so how yeah. can I improve myself so I'm not falling in the same mistakes and I think you have a responsibility like if I knew and this has actually happened before so for like example with youth group if I know that there's a thing that I've been saying and it's being perceived as you know this message that I don't intend and that I'm actually against I have once that comes to my attention I have a responsibility Let's say it was the race thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't just have a responsibility to say, well, but I'm not a racist. So, like, mm-hmm. if people want, if people take it like that, that's bad. But, like, that's not the way that I mean it. 
I think I also have a responsibility, a, an ethical responsibility, not necessarily like mm-hmm. a legal or a workplace, whatever, but yeah. I think you do have an ethical responsibility to say, okay, um, here's a list of statements. If, if you are, are taking my words to mean, you know, that white people are, um, superior over, you know, mm-hmm. black people, colored people from, you know, whatever, uh, then here are, here's a list of statements. I, I believe these things and I need you to know that this is, mm-hmm. um, on my, uh, on my set of beliefs. Uh, I believe that all people are created in the image of God. I believe that all people are created with dignity. I believe that, you know, and just kind of make some statements and then, um, try to hone your material so that it does not leave the door open for mm-hmm. people in the future to interpret it that way. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I have a hard time, like when people, I've had uh, some people in my life, you know, even accuse me of, of racism, and I don't want to say, well, I know I'm not a racist, so like, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're just trying to get overly offended. My, my thing is, I struggle to treat everyone with dignity, and probably there is like a... Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not like, oh, white guilt or whatever, but it's like, you know, there there really is a chance that I have a harder time, you know, dealing with people that I've, I, that I have fewer interactions with and treating them with human dignity that I owe to all people. But I mean, I struggle that with that with, you know, mm-hmm. with white people. And mm-hmm. um, so it's not like trying to get yourself off the hook. It's almost like, I mean, what I tell my students is like, man, I'm so much worse than you could ever mm-hmm. imagine. Um, and so like, if that's something that, that you've seen, then I apologize. And like, I'm, I'm going to be trying to clean that up in the future. But like, if that's, if that's an accusation that you're bringing against me, one, I appreciate that you're bringing it to me and not like just kind of lighting this fire, but also, can you tell me some specific things that I've said? And if, if I need to be more careful in contextualizing those statements in the future, Mm -hmm. like I'm going to need to be on that. Mm -hmm. So that's a more well-rounded and holistic response Mm -hmm. that I don't feel like I've seen from there's money to be made in the character. Right. You know, it's like the Ben Shapiro thing. Mm -hmm. Ben Shapiro, I always say he's like the smartest seventh grader to have ever lived. Like Mm -hmm. he's, he's incredibly smart. Yeah. But all this like facts don't care about your feelings. Okay. okay, Well, people should, people Mm -hmm. should care about your feelings and I'm not a fact. I'm a people. Mm -hmm. So, like, hey, I, why do you feel this way? How can, you know, what are some assumptions that maybe mm-hmm. you have? And like, is it okay if we look at those together? And are you willing to put those things under the microscope mm-hmm. instead of just this? But okay, if you take that approach, that calm, level headed, you don't get the clicks. Mm-hmm. As if you put in all caps on your YouTube mm-hmm. video, like, this person destroys, you yeah. know, this, this other worldview or whatever. It's like, yeah. man, just the clickbait. And for for me, nature of journalism. I haven't I haven't watched or heard a lot of Ben Shapiro stuff, so I'm not saying this is like from knowing and put. One of the things that that uh, a good lesson that I've learned in my life is that the <coughs> best students, the best people who are good learners, are people who are humble mm. because they will listen. They'll ask questions when they don't understand something. They'll be honest with the fact that there's something they don't understand, and they'll listen to another point of view with the idea that they might be wrong. Mm. Because then you can take all of the facts in and, and synthesize them. When I see someone that sounds like they are never open to an idea that they could be wrong or that yeah. they could be yeah. mistaken or that there's another point of view that they might have missed or that they might not know everything, it makes that, that makes them sound less intelligent to me. Yeah. 
Because an intelligent person is someone that says, I don't know a lot, in my opinion. With the with the youth, that's one of the four questions I encourage them to ask if they're in a debate or you know mm-hmm. a disagreement. Is what's the best argument that you've heard against your side? Mm-hmm. Because if they're like, well, there are none. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, you're not thinking critically. critically. You're yeah. not you're not being honest with the conversation. Because if you really believe that everyone on your side are the people with IQs of above a hundred, and everyone on the other side of the issue are the people with IQs below a hundred, mm-hmm. like you're never gonna evolve as a as a personality yeah. yeah that's why i think it would be really fascinating for shapiro to argue an opinion that he's against to show yeah. that he actually understands the entirety of the idea because yeah. if, he, if you can't argue the idea that's against your idea yeah. you don't really understand the entire thing yeah i think i think the issue with and what i would call an issue with others i think they would call an asset is just how incendiary a lot of their mm-hmm. stuff is, you know, like clicks. Um, and, and that's exactly yeah. why, like that, that is why they would consider it an asset because it, yeah. you know, it keeps them in the forefront. It keeps them, And it's like, like, you know what? Like at face value, I don't necessarily disagree with where they start. Yeah. I highly disagree <clears throat> with their one method up. and yeah. two where they end yeah. up, you know? Um, and I think that's the, the danger is like a lot of times it resorts to, how well where's the line how far mm-hmm. do we kick the can and stuff like that it's mm-hmm. like okay but that doesn't mean we shouldn't uh address this the issue now or that doesn't mean we should um you know just not consider these people or or the effects that is mm-hmm. that is happening you know mm-hmm. like let's address the now with vision towards that future yeah um because you know like like i said like i i don't where they start and, and and i think that's where they hook so many people it's like yeah that, that's an argument we can all agree on like you know mm-hmm. we're america we're a good place mm-hmm. and so then like kicking the, the can down the line it's like well no like there's no racism in america if there was like people mm-hmm. would be lynched still and we're not doing that so no race yeah and well like, i i've heard actually a pretty fair um, analysis of this. So from from Jordan Peterson, um, he talks about how he's gone on news shows, and when you're talking to the person, it's like you're not talking to the person. You're talking to the network. Yep. Like that person is not speaking original ideas. They're sticking to the talking points, mm-hmm. and they're you know you're not you're not interacting honestly mm-hmm. and openly. And he goes, and I understand that. Like, do you know how many millions of dollars are at play right now? Mm-hmm. Like, the lighting and the makeup people. And, like, we're selling ad time to Kellogg's and mm-hmm. Apple and, you know, McDonald's and whatever. And they're expecting a return on profit. And they're not look they're not looking for, like, uh, what is, you know, the Kathy Newman interview. I don't know if you guys have seen that. It's really interesting. But she just, she kind of, she's fumbles after fumbles after fumbles because he's talking to her like she's a person. And she's trying to like kind of come at him from this, um, this, just world, this sterile worldview, and like only come from the same direction. This is Kathy Newman and Jordan Peterson. Kathy Newman interviewed Jordan Peterson. Okay. This is on BBC uh, oh, Channel Four. Where she's like, so, so you're you, saying? Yeah. So what you're saying is, and he's like, no, like, are you listening to me? Like, well, what I mean? Yeah, it's this that's was like a few years ago. Right yeah, this is very purple. If you see a thumbnail that's purple, then that's probably the right one. I think I've seen it. Um, I think I watched it all. It's good. Anyway, but like he, he said, I get it. Like I don't fault her for that because she's doing her job. They don't want her to sit down with mm-hmm. like her 
you know, for lack of a better term, like her baggage of maybe she comes from this type of home and maybe she went to this type of college and like they don't want her to draw from her experiences. They want her to present that worldview, you know, the, the BBC, mm-hmm. whatever it is, like the worldview that represents their demographic viewership. Mm-hmm. So he's like a lot of times with network news, you can't afford to be honest, mm-hmm. which is where he would say, and I would agree with him. This is where podcasts just blow it up. They yeah. blow up the whole system because, like, this is costing me zero dollars. Yeah. And we can sit and we can have two hours of time. Maybe mm-hmm. we don't get a great audience. We definitely don't get the the audience that, like, you know, Action News mm-hmm. 12, whatever gets. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, like, th- this is no overhead. It's just mm-hmm. people with educated opinions coming in, hashing out ideas with each other. And so we can afford to be honest mm-hmm. in a way that they can't. Mm-hmm. But see, the, the, I think the, the challenge is we don't have the credibility that has been built over the years. Yeah, of, the, of the institutional, guys. like, prestige. Yeah, And, and I, think, I think that's part of the problem is, you know, part of, you know, uh, 20, 30, 40, 50 mm-hmm. years ago, the news was, hey, like, this... And, and of course, like, there was media bias then mm-hmm. as well, but they were, I mean... Walter Cronkite was like the most yeah, trusted yeah. man in the world. Not really, but probably. Uh, probably, yeah. Like, um, People on either side of the aisles were like yeah. looking to him more. Like he he spoke more than the president. To right. The people yeah. and, and, and but he was like a, he was a trusted source. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and and so I think a lot of that legacy is carried over to yeah. like, oh, uh, Fox News. Yeah. So that is, you know, they mm-hmm. like now. I think the the page is kind of turning where people hear. Fox and are like, yeah. okay, that's Fox. That's or CNBC hear, yeah. or MSN. But, you know, I think even as short as... MSNBC? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as short as, you know, 15 years ago, people just saw news. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, I'm watching the news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so, like, whatever's coming out of that is true or is happening or is objective yeah. versus yeah. now it's like oh you're watching fox news or you're watching oan i definitely watching... remember those arguments when i was in high school of like that fox news was news for republicans and then cnn was news for democrats but like like but i don't and i mean obviously high school you know how much of how that aware do you remember are you of that yeah. in middle school but like that's why i say like 15 years ago i really do feel like it was just it was the news. Well, that was, I, I was in high school 15 years ago. That, well, that's why I said, like, yeah. as, maybe as little yeah. as, you know, mm-hmm. um, well, there yeah. was 20 years ago then, you know? That, it, it shifted. What, what, that's what I mean, yeah. yeah. and what it used to be was an hour or maybe a half hour a night. Yeah, you now had, you have entire news You had the news, news program on yeah. one channel. Yep. Because yeah. there was five channels, until yeah. you tuned in, you know, back in the um, 60s and 70s, then they only had a half hour, and you can only fill up so much, so you had to talk about what was happening and you didn't have time for commentary, um, now you have 24-hour news cycles. Yeah. Where yeah. both sides have to fill up an godly amount of time where nothing's happening. Yeah. So what do you do? You comment on it, and you comment on it, and you yeah. and you start sharing you need your to bring opinions. in different people to say mm-hmm. the same thing and, of, out of a different throat. You and know? you want people to not just watch it for 20 minutes and turn away, so you start becoming more and more dramatic because you want to keep yeah. them tuned in. Breaking yeah. news, breaking news. I, I will say, news. though, oh, man. you know who buys into the narrative of prestige? is old people yeah mm-hmm. and fewer and fewer people i would say in our generation and even mm-hmm. you know gen xers um I, fewer and fewer people in that in those generations and no young people are like looking to institutional 
CNN or Fox or whatever mm-hmm. for their news. I mean, maybe if their parents have it on and they're like, right. okay, well, this is the news source mm-hmm. my, my parents trust. And so, you know, they'll, they'll kind of piggyback off of that or maybe purposefully mm-hmm. push against it. But like so many people are turning to podcasts and I, I don't get, I get my news online mm-hmm, and yeah. like print media is, I don't know if you can say dead, but like it's on life support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but, uh, mm-hmm. and, and I listen to podcasts for my news. Mm-hmm. But I think, I, I think again, like, uh, you know, the low barrier entry for podcasts is mm-hmm. a blessing, mm-hmm. but it's also a curse in the sense that like now any schmuck can do it. And then you have, mm-hmm. so anybody can come on and be like, Hey, like, let me disseminate mm-hmm. just bad opinions mm-hmm. or whatever. And, and again, like, I, like it, it, it's a problem on both sides. Mm-hmm. You know, you have these mm-hmm. legacy institutions that mm-hmm. have this amazing reputation that are, uh, I would say devolving into these 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then you have podcasts that don't have, uh, their reputation and, and anybody can mm-hmm. come in and make it. So, so now you went from a select few sources of mm-hmm. credible, uh, networks to purported thousands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Um, to now thousands. And it's like, well, where do you go and what do you read and what, you know, even, you know, Fox, BBC, all of these have websites, mm. you know? So like you go online and you can get that same news from the mm-hmm. same tired out, uh, news network, or you can go find a new website that, is spouting off stuff mm. that may or may not be true and then I, it requires so much more work from the consumer to to validate uh or to to qualify that source you know what this kind of reminds me of hmm. is our uh church history yeah that's discussion. what i was just because it's like you have the catholic church and it's like oh well whatever that guy says that's that's orthodoxy yeah. and then now we live in a world where it's like you got so many people you know, just, well, I came to this conclusion when well, I came to this and then they split and they start this other church. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if I had to live in one ditch over the other, I would live in the ditch with the like mm-hmm. plurality of opinions yeah. and where, where people have the ability to interpret that data for themselves. And, mm-hmm. um, and I think because, especially because there's freedom there, and there's more data now than ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the problem becomes which data do you report on? Like, which data do you select to include in your piece? And yeah. I think you hit on something significant, which is the interpretation of. Mm-hmm. Because no news network are, are get, no news network is giving conflicting. So, like, when the Capitol riots happened, both networks and both sides said it happened. They mm-hmm. both had different reasons for why it happened or what it meant. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they're not saying... Interpretation. One yeah. didn't say there was a Capitol riot. The other one said Peaceful Day in D.C., Mm. So you you still got the event, mm-hmm. and the event was reported on. So that's something to thank for that we don't even have we don't have as much as the censoring of events that you can have in other yeah. non free media. So the um, exactly yeah, where it's completely not reported on. Yeah. Um. But I think I think what's interesting I think it'd be fun for us to go around and share like what media we do go to. I'm I'm down for that. Cool. You mean to start? Your I'll idea. Start. So where I typically tend to go to is I'll either go through, there's a like 10 minute long, some, I like like shorter ways to get media where you don't have a long time to explain what's happening. So you have a short snippet. So there's a 10 minute long um, news of the day from NPR that I'll tend to listen to, which is literally like this happened and this happened and this happened. I'll sometimes read 
um, either New York or Washington Post articles, and then I predominantly watch uh, C-SPAN if I'm ever doing anything political, hmm. because there's no commentary. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a live spy on the wall. Feed. Wow, you're a model citizen, sir. <laughs> I try. Because I just, I don't like getting wound up, and all the sides get me wound up. Like, one side will get me frustrated, the other side will get me exacerbated. So I'm yeah. just like, I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to What's the difference? Between the sides? Between being frustrated and exacerbated. Nothing. Okay. It's yeah. basically just another word to say, like, they're both doing the same thing. It's like, thing. this one takes you this way, and then that's... you just wind up in the same place. And, and that's the frustrating thing about being in the middle, politically, like being an independent, being moderate. Being a moderate is that both everyone sides irritate the, the crap middle. out of you. Yeah. Just like like the, everyone yeah. to the left of me is the left, and everyone to the right of me is the right. I've, I've, well, actually, no, actually, that's not I true. Yeah, there are a lot of people that identify as the middle. They're usually people, like yeah. extreme one I'm side right or the wing. other. I don't know about ex- if they identify as extreme. Most people say, like, I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a, uh, a reasonable mm-hmm. left-leaning or reasonable mm-hmm. right-leaning. Re- no one thinks they're unreasonable because their own reason got them there. <laughs> Yeah, very true. I, I guess. I go. <laughs> like the people I interact with are more like, I'm on this side, and if you're on that side, it's bad. And they're not thinking yeah. about us being Go reasonable. team blue. Go yeah. team red. Yeah. Go horses or donkeys. Mm-hmm. Go elephants. And it it does sound like almost like a football fan. And we're like, it are you on this really, side? Are you on really, this side? Really, you them, really, you know? really does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, huh. I hope, hopefully everybody thinks of themselves as, true. as reasonable but i think because it's becoming more and more like a fandom of the sport mm. fans like to be extreme like be radical yeah. for their team yeah. so yeah this is this is where i land mm-hmm. i don't care where that is on the spectrum but this is where my flag is planted mm-hmm. call me what you will don't care there's this something is where i stand something weirdly fun to us about us against them like i think that's what drives to war throughout the ages is what drives to like conflicts and all that is there something that is since is like there's a sin sinful side of us where we just like to be my group against your group and let's compete conflict primalism Mm -hmm. peter do you watch slash what news do you watch slash listen to slash read Um, if i catch up on any news um the facebook mobile app has a section where you can look at Mm -hmm. different news tech Mm -hmm. news Celebrity news. And... I don't have the mobile app. Yeah, but yeah. Um... For you. I think I know which my little like newspaper icon. One of the most recent celebrity news I've seen is there was that issue with Johnny Depp and his wife, and uh, they mm-hmm. found found out that there may be her claim may be fraudulent, mm-hmm. and um, I think there's like a arrest warrant uh, involved mm-hmm. for. Um. Was, uh. I think of other things. Um, I see a lot of like technical stuff, like just things going on with Microsoft and our Windows 10 features. They're getting rid of Windows 10 X. Like, what? Not not when not Windows 10 is. itself. I'm talking about Windows 10 X, which is like this special version of Windows oh, 10 oh. Extra. I don't know what I use. Um, Excellent. I think it's for like a like like a tablet. Mm. It's a specialized operating system for a tablet. And, so you're mostly just into oh. tech news because that's your world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's my which makes sense. But you should be yeah. That's on. my field. And what else have I been reading? Yeah, of course I get some Apple news, mm-hmm. and and um, there are I get uh, worldly conflict news about 
you've heard about the Israel Gaza conflict. And talk about that. Actually, is that a thing? Yeah, is yeah. there conflict in the Middle East over the Gaza Strip? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're shooting missiles at each other. And actually, that hits close to home because my the missiles Gaza Strip's pretty far from my home. Um, so. My own uncle actually home. lived in Israel. Um, oh, and so, so his home. So, mm-hmm. so they're they're doing missions in there, mm-hmm. and so they're this battle is like happening over their head. Yeah. So it's yeah. It, it, it is a bit more concerning when you have mm. people, people you know that mm-hmm. actually live mm-hmm. in that. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, that, those are some of the mm-hmm. articles that I read. And um, sometimes I'll find something like a ridiculous name article and I get, and I it piques my curiosity because mm-hmm. I like the way it's written. Just, mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. Clickbaity. Yeah. yeah. And then you have those biased articles that you know are biased and then you just read it anyway without like mm-hmm. buying into what this person yeah. is mm-hmm. saying yeah yeah I, I try to do a decent amount of that is like reading sides that i know i'm largely mm-hmm. not going to be in agreement with but it's like i do want to see their their take um i go on reddit the world news um mm-hmm. subreddit and uh You're such a millennial well, here's the thing. You I didn't see, know Reddit was a thing. You see the article, um, and then, you know, you click on it, and you uh-huh. give it a view, and then um, you go down in the comments. And I think that's where a lot of the actual um, digging is happening. And it, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like Reddit comments are not the same as most comment sections, mm-hmm. because it'll be, like, if... I, I just love the voting system, where if you're, um, if you're saying something that's patently false, then... Mm-hmm just get down voted into oblivion but i will say that it is also very very Mm -hmm. left-leaning like all of the stuff that you're going to see that makes it high on those pages let's say about the israel-palestine conflict it's all Mm -hmm. only pro-palestine yeah and i'm also more on the side of palestine when it comes to that argument Mm -hmm. um but it's like wow what are the odds that every single person interacting on this site is Mm -hmm. only in support of palestine and you know, even though this is a very a, a issue that hits very close to the middle as far mm-hmm. as how it divides us, all the conversation is just talking about how mean Israel is and how bad, uh, how you know, mm. guiltless Palestine is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I do read that, but you know, you read it with your for antenna. For the sake up. of our podcast audience, what's the voting system on Reddit? Um, for that, not for me. <laughs> well, I no, you just you it. comment something, and if someone likes it then they upvote it. Upvote it. Yeah. And if you don't like it, you can downvote it. Now, I don't vote on anything. Does that mean like anything. it shows up higher? So yeah, you're more exactly. likely to see those? Yeah, okay. so it's not, it's not like in chronological order. And there's actually an oh, okay. algorithm. Okay, so the most highly voted comment is at the top. Yeah, and you, okay. can, you can sort by top, like uh-huh. highest voted. You can sort chronologically. You can sort by controversial. So which one, whichever one has the most up and down votes, so it might be close oh, to cool. zero in its overall score, but it has a lot of up and down votes. And so you can actually sort by controversial to uh-huh. see where the actual talking points are um, instead of like, oh, a bunch of people high five this guy for saying something clever, like about Palestine or whatever. Um, anyway, so I go That's on Reddit. Cool um, I listen. I will usually listen to about the first 10 minutes of a Ben Shapiro contest mm-hmm. uh, podcast. 
because I feel like he's said everything that he has to say in those 10 minutes, <laughs> and then it's really just like, just and now let me tell you how unfair this is, or now let me tell you how this is destroying America. But I listen to him, understanding that he's on the other side of the aisle, mm -hmm. and I feel like he's usually pretty... Um, pretty good at presenting facts mm -hmm. like i said he's just mean in the way that he interprets them and i disagree with some of his interpretations um i also uh watch a youtube channel called the caspian report mm -hmm. which is it's it's about global like geopolitics mm -hmm. and very unbiased very much like here's just what happened mm -hmm. you know and you can kind of draw your own conclusions he's he's made in like hundreds of videos i've heard him give maybe like 10 opinions mm -hmm. and it's very subtle um like he said the thing about israel uh, mobilizing troops up to the gaza strip and he's like that was a bad move and then mm -hmm. he just goes on you know and he, he goes on and talks more mm -hmm. about the context of it so i've learned a lot about mm -hmm. the the situation in the middle east in general but specifically regarding hamas and mm -hmm. the palestine israel thing going on right now um by listening to that or watching those videos great production values like maps mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff and then i'd say probably the the biggest one for me which i say for last is there's a podcast called part of the problem uh dave smith um so he is he would call himself an anarchist uh or more probably more like a, a libertarian mm -hmm. but he's very critical of both the establishment Republican and the establishment Democratic parties, mm -hmm. and he goes to town on them. And uh, I, I really enjoy his approach because it's also very level-headed. He doesn't shout. He doesn't, mm -hmm. like, um, you know, mm -hmm. get out of line and things like that. It's very level-headed. Um, so those are my four would be Reddit, Caspian Report, mm -hmm. the first 10 minutes of the Ben Shapiro podcast, and then part of the problem with Dave Smith. So. Yeah, throw on there a one sentence answer of how you would fix Gaza and Israel's relationship. Whoa. Um, just kidding. Just kidding. Because that's oh, one sentence. Uh, okay, one, one sentence. Okay, okay here it is. Quick. Even so come Lord Jesus. Amen. <laughs> good, good answer. <laughs> My sentence would have been no. <laughs> Stop. Hey, like those cats. Right? <laughs> Before we came in to the they shed stopped. to record, there were two cats fighting, and Daniel was like, well, you just said stop. I just looked over and said, hey, stop it, guys. Stop, guys. And they and did. They and they fighting. both looked over at me and were like, sorry. Maybe maybe this is what Israel and Palestine Maybe is. that's your calling. Oh, like, I, should, I should go Maybe the world's waiting for you. Just stand at Jerusalem and be like, you know, stop. That's not a bad idea just because just the confusion <laughs> stop, of what, what I was doing would get them to stop. Just being like, why? A what? Who are you? Who's this guy? With the amazing beard. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you I would like... actually unite them because they would be like, uh, so where are you? Like, oh, I'm, I'm from America, and I'm actually a Christian. And then the Jews would be like, so the Muslim, do you like Christians? No, right? And the Muslim would be like, you don't like Christians? Right? No. So let's just kill them. Yeah. <laughs> we finally agree so on something. Peace. <laughs> There's peace. <laughs> peace in the Middle East. Can you imagine that? And it's like the headline is, Jews and Muslims agree to just hate Christians. <laughs> Gosh, man. I'm saying, like, the, the thing is, even if you came up with a perfect solution. Oh, oh boy. All the dispensationalists would be like, "Here's the Antichrist." <laughs> like, didn't people say that about? They said it about Carter, Jimmy Carter, yep. when he yeah. the Camp David Accords, when he arranged a peace treaty between the Egyptian Arabs and the the Israelis. Yep. And people yeah. were like, "Well, we have the Antichrist." Yeah. He negotiated peace. Therefore, according he's evil. to dispensationalists, that's you what need, the you need to make will. sure that Israel is guarded, protected, and at peace. And the person that does that is the Antichrist. Yeah. So figure out how those two things go together. 
<laughs> oh yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't and think they know. And then we got the prosperity teachers, uh, or there's a certain faction of Christians that think that they're the Antichrist. That, that who is? I I think people like um. They say that Osteen, there's people. Yeah. That think prosperity teachers are. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Right. I'm on that side. Hmm. Uh, Easy E, what are your Google and YouTube? That's what I do. And then okay, but what type is there? Are there so do you just click on the first thing that pops up and you read that? It's not, it's not the the first thing. It's yeah, I, I usually do multiple okay. just to see like what's really going on because I'm aware the that. Washington Post and the well, I I only New York Times. Yeah, right. Like I only read a little, but I don't think you can read all their articles anyways because you have to subscribe. Yeah. So that's a pretty easy. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks well, for turning. Looks me like off I'm to... going to the Reddit <laughs> comments section. Yeah. So I just, and, and yeah, and I, I listen to comments or read comments because that's mm-hmm. real people that are they're commenting yeah. on it. But mm-hmm. like, um, I don't really listen to, but I know you recommend it and I probably will eventually. The Caspian Report. Yeah. But like I watch videos like that. They'll give you a history and kind of a breakdown. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just watch yeah. like, hey, there's an ABC video or Fox News or yeah. CNN. Yeah. It's about something. But like, um, if it's not just something like, hey, there's tensions rising in Israel and it's more like a political problem or issue like race or something like that it's mm-hmm. it's like i'm i'll listen to just or read just a bunch of the different things mm-hmm. um because you already have things that you already believe mm-hmm. that you're gonna want to affirm anyways right mm-hmm. so you'll listen you'll get that anyways from what you're wanting to hear but then you get the other side of it and yeah. make yeah. you question mm-hmm. and it's just like that, that's just what i do if you YouTube and Google, you'll get enough out there. And I know mm-hmm. there's algorithm and like what you'll be mm-hmm. exposed to. But I think if you do enough of that, you're not going to miss like this holy grail of articles. That yeah. It's yeah. like everything's a sham. It's all lying. <laughs> you're like, oh my gosh, no. But uh, it's you just, just... got to start doing crack, <laughs> you know, it really opens your eyes. <laughs> yeah, crack will solve everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, yeah, that's just that's what I do. I don't try mm-hmm. to get uh, too heavily into it. I personally can get through watching if I had to watch one of these major networks through Fox News better than the rest because I can usually sift through yeah. the crap easier. And it doesn't, to be honest, it doesn't piss me off as much as some of the other things that I'll see. And it's just like, so that's just a bias that I have. Mm-hmm. But it's not like all I listen to is yeah. mm-hmm. Fox News or Sean Hannity or anything. Sean Hannity, is he still alive? Yeah, most definitely. Oh. Hmm. Who's, did has Limbaugh died? Yes, he did. Yeah, I think okay. Rush Limbaugh. Mm-hmm. I always thought they were the same person, or like one was the other guy's dad. No, they liked so. each other, but yeah, they were they're different yeah. in in at least the way they look and sound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Rush Limbaugh is the guy. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what are we gonna do? <laughs> like that. Let me smoke a cigar while we're doing. That's how he said. Yeah. And Hannity's the guy. who's like, do do do. I don't know how to do a shot Hannity like him. He's like, eh, and it's just kind of nasally. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say he's nasally. That's what yeah. I was gonna do, but then I was gonna sound like what's her name, Anne. Anne Frank. <laughs> no, oh my gosh. no, that's terrible. Anne Coulter. No, the the nanny. Oh, Fran, Fran Drescher. Fran Drescher. Oh. Anne Drescher. That's what I was gonna. Say. I was like gonna say Anne Fresher. Anne Fresher. Fran Drescher. Anne Frank. What's the matter with you? Mm. Well, so you said let's, Anne. Let's. Uh, that's the first Anne that with racist? an F. Like, should we talk about that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. And okay. it starts, and the last name that starts with an F. 
if you had given the correct first name, thank but you. why Anne Frank? If we don't even know how she said Anne. We would have said Ferdinand. So no, mm, Anne maybe. Ferdinand, Franz Ferdinand. Okay. No, not Fran Ferdinand. No, Franz, Franz Ferdinand, Franz, yeah. the musician. Yes. Yeah. Mm. And nothing else. That's it. Yeah. That's all that matters. Well, that's a that's a good. Uh, you make a good Bosnian. It's a good. <laughs> it's a good practice to History to look what you were saying about reading multiple like just like how we should be reading multiple translations. It's a good idea to of say. The of what? Of the Quran. Oh my goodness. You can. Uh, there's only one real one. Real one yeah. So. Oh, true. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah, definitely don't do that. So you can learn about the Quran from a translation. Anywho. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just like with, with scripture where it's really helpful to read multiple translations so you can kind of see where the bumps are, where the things that were harder to translate. Not that anyone was like sitting there trying to be like, I'm going to get people to think this so one way or the other but it's just translation is a tough business so it's yeah. hard to get exactly what's going on um this is, in, in english so i think yeah. that's really a smart move to say i'm gonna read a couple things to try to pinpoint what they're actually saying and how important print media is it's super funny that like most of the like uh the news agencies are based on they're like sometimes just reading news stories and adapting those because mm -hmm. the journalists that are on the field are usually writing for those but the problem is, is most of us have decided to stop buying newspapers. And before I start being preachy on that, it's like, if you ask me, like, what news would you subscribe? I'm like, I don't because it's expensive. Yeah. So it's like, we're kind of contributing to the problem, too, is that then the free sponsored based news agencies came up, like the Fox News, yeah. where they were had to sell to some because it's it's a pricey endeavor yeah. to send someone overseas, you know, to a yeah. war zone to report on. So. That's something that I'm like, I, I want to be able to get back to the whole, you know, print journalism where you only have this many words, so you can't share that much of an opinion because you don't have that much space. You probably still will. And there's, there's a, a section for that, you know. Mm -hmm. But it's still it's still tough because, like, the print media that we have is still going towards a lot of op-eds and things like that. So it's it's a tough one. Me good. So, um... I would say Reddit is a, a mm -hmm. good source. So everybody um, else has heard of Reddit, but me. Yeah, you've never so heard old. of Reddit. I've heard I've heard the name, but I'm not familiar with. I don't use it. You want to know what Reddit, Reddit is? Is the internet? Like I don't yeah. go on the internet anymore. Ima imagine like a curated like you go on Reddit and then you select mm -hmm. what subreddits you want to to subscribe to. Yeah. So it's like you could be subscribed huh. to World News, or you could be subscribed like to like philosophy yeah. or to okay. uh like you know keto or whatever it is oh. you know you could subscribe to whatever your interests are or or like there's a reformed um subreddit or like theology or all that kind of stuff but that atheism. keeps getting it to different subreddits it's just a mess. yeah so so <laughs> you you choose your interests and then you just when you go on it will curate a list and here's the thing so like you have world news is going to have a lot more subscribers than like you know reformed baptist <laughs> News. Uh, I don't even yeah. know if there is a Reformed Baptist subreddit. Probably. But, uh, probably, yeah. Do you think yeah. Reformed Baptists know about Reddit? I know I didn't. about it. Um, but, so, like, <laughs> if, if you have a, if you have a <laughs> crazy popular post on a Reformed Baptist subreddit, it would get, like, 50 upvotes. And if you have a crazy popular one on World News, it would be, like, Thousands. you know, maybe tens of thousands. Yeah. Mm. So, it's going to adjust those scores, so it's okay. not like you're never seeing the mm -hmm. the reformed stuff and you're only ever seeing the world news. And the algorithms that they have are actually, I think, remarkably fair at making sure that you see 
Um, little bit. I, I wouldn't say the best content, but yeah, like a, a diverse uh, mm-hmm. uh, amount of content. Yeah. Or a diverse array of content, I guess. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, Reddit, World News. Like I said, usually it's lefty, mm-hmm. left of center. <laughs> no, I guess I just don't spend that much time like searching... Yeah. I don't know what it says about me, but the only thing I go on the internet for is to read a Disney food blog about the new foods that are at Disney. Oh, There's yeah. probably a Disney food that's blog. That's a whole subreddit. podcast where we can yeah. tell I'm, you what no, it that's, says about that, you. That is the, the website I go to most, uh-huh. most days. It's on Come that. Come on, Dan. You I'm got just... the freaking internet and all you want to know is what foods they got in Disney? Yeah. Pretty much. Have you, tried, have you tried some of the foods? <laughs> have you tried their uh, french fries? Actually, <laughs> I've had the... What's Ketchup? It, the... I've got these new things called chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. The beef, 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 the stupid subreddit drama but like i feel like you often get like nuanced conversation like like you said like reddit leans left Mm -hmm. so subreddit drama you'll often pop up with like some right leaning yeah um Mm. issues that have popped up so like i'll like pop into uh subreddit drama a little bit um just to see but so reddit is a good little bit um a lot of it is um googling and youtube but specifically um on youtube um, I like the Philip DeFranco show um, quite a bit. He leans left. Arguably. Oh, yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, he, he He's leans... crazy popular, right? Yeah, yeah, he, he has a very big channel. Like millions of subscribers. Uh, sure, yeah. I don't know if that's a lot or not. I feel like the um, big that's ones a are up to millions. Um, huh? I feel like some of the big ones are up to like... A billion? Like, like billion followers. Yeah. It's really? just insane when you think about it. Yeah. Um, so so I, I listen to him, he leans left. Um, yeah. But what I really like is he covers um, a lot of topics... Mm. Um, from world news to like entertainment news to mm. pop culture, um, and I use that a lot as a as a uh, a launching point of like, hey, I want to know more about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, I'll oftentimes go and visit like a Jordan Peterson, a Stephen mm-hmm. Crowder, a Ben mm-hmm. Shapiro, mm-hmm. Um, just to catch that side, which I oftentimes don't align mm-hmm. with, because mm-hmm. um, I, I want to take in. Um, mm. I won't often go to Tucker Carlson at all, ever. Um, mm-hmm. And then I do enjoy, like, the Colbert Report, the Daily Show. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it, last, last week, tonight? John Oliver. John Oliver. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, yeah, Trevor Noah's Daily mm-hmm. Show. Um, so, like, I, I take in a lot of those as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it's left-leaning, it's usually comedic. If it's right-leaning, it's usually incendiary. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and part of what frustrates me is, like, you'll have, like, a, a John Oliver, and he'll say all this stuff, and then when people uh, will call out inaccuracies, which I don't think are that, it's, mm-hmm. like, replete with inaccuracies or whatever, but uh, when people will call him out, a lot of times they'll hide behind, they'll be like, well, this is a comedy show, and you shouldn't be getting your news, mm-hmm. like, your, your primary news source should right. be a comedy yeah. show. Yeah. And it's like, okay, but you're kind of like you're a news show and you're sure talking about news a hundred percent what so i th- i think it kind of like mm-hmm. shirks the responsibility that you should be taking mm-hmm. with those sorts of things yeah that th- i very much agree with what you just said like mm-hmm. you 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 are a comedic news show mm-hmm. you are not a comedy show you're mm-hmm. a comedic yeah. news show and mm-hmm. 
to hide behind it, I think then you're also just guilty of a lot of the same things that you are complaining about in terms yeah. of uh, the Carl uh, Tucker Carlson or the uh, Sean Hannity's that mm. they do. Like, well, they're not comedic. They are intentionally incendiary, mm-hmm. you know, and and that's that's their thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, w- I, I gotta say, I, I was surprised that. that you put Jordan Peterson on the list with Shapiro and uh, uh, so so no, like who's the other I guy? Would, uh, Crowder, Stephen Crowder, yeah. yeah. Um, I also do listen to Sean Hannity. I um, always just say Crowder because I never can remember which one's the Christian musician and which <laughs> one's the the change my view guy. Um, which I think is a great tactic, by the way. The change like, my view. Yeah, that's a great. Just I'm, I'm not saying his execution is great. Does he but ever change like, his view? Then I probably am not going to respect him. Here's here's the thing. Because then he he went into that situation to not say change my view to say I'm going to fight you. I will also say that he's mostly having conversations with college he, students. He does the Ben yeah. Shapiro, and strategy. I don't think yeah. I've studied this. I've researched it. I have a binder of it. I am now at a college university. Come challenge me. I'm open minded. Yeah. It would like, be like, but you're you, all, the scale yeah. so like lopsided. A, a col- I. I don't know if many college students could actually change. And that's not, you know, a, a knock on them. It's just no. you don't have the experience that you'll have when mm-hmm. you're when you're older. And, and I you're mean, not if, if And if you're a college student, mm-hmm. would you be like, oh, yeah, middle schooler could probably change my view on mm-hmm. abortion or whatever the issue is, you know? Well, well it, you're just, you're agreed, but you're not prepped, which is my biggest mm-hmm. issue. Like, because mm-hmm. uh, Stephen Crowder will do it. He's like, like yeah, if you, if you want to check the book, like, he's like, hey, bring the book. And, like, they'll bring him a, a, a two-inch, three-ring binder of just mm-hmm. paperwork and articles yeah. and research. And it's mm-hmm. like, then it's not fair. Because here, well, like, you're presenting this as, like, a, hey, I'll tell you my opinion. You'll tell me your opinion. We'll mm-hmm. discuss and we'll get somewhere. And it's like, but no, you are you have a mountain and I, I don't. Like, you've prepared for this. Mm-hmm. You have someone on your team that's literally sat down and had the conversation that you and I are about to have with you before. Well, also, he's not saying he's not picking people to have the conversation like usually the people who show up mm-hmm. feel that they're pretty well informed on it and also i've watched a few of those and i've i don't know that i've seen him go to the binder that frequently like maybe mm-hmm. maybe like a couple times it, but it's usually pretty internalized it, it is internalized and and it's not often like oh that's a good point i need my binder it's like hey if see, you want to see the, the article yeah hey like here's the article right mm-hmm. here like yeah. I'm happy to give it to you and you can take it home and read it yourself. Mm-hmm. It is that. Like, he, yeah. he doesn't rely on it for his argument. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. But he's absolutely read through the binder. Mm. Well, um, I hope. If that's what he's bringing. Yeah, I mean, but what I'm saying is, like, it's presented as a, let's sit down, let's have an equal discussion of our thoughts. And it's like, but no, like, you're well, researched, I'm knee-jerk. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's gotcha. Interview. And you're always going to win in that sense. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so that makes me think of like, um, like with roundtables that we have at the church. You know, mm-hmm. the students get to ask me whatever questions uh, they want. I've never had a student change my mind on an issue, but it mm-hmm. makes sense. Be- not because I have a binder. I mean, I have my Bible with me, um, but they'll ask me. So, mm-hmm. like yesterday, they asked about uh, women in ministry, and I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna read some texts, and like, let's let's just start off with. Um, you know, go into the text and um, I'm not going to contextualize it at all at first. And so I, I just read it and it's like, okay, if you're upset just by what the text said, you know, I'm, I'll give you context and I'll, we'll do some interpretive work now and everything. 
Um, but I definitely had people in there who were of different opinions than I was when it came to that. And they made their points and they made their arguments, um, but none of them changed my view. And it's like, well, they better not have. <laughs> like, I, here I am, like, mm -hmm. I've been to college. And, I mean, fake college, but I've mm -hmm. been to college. And, like, I'm in my 30s and these are teenagers, you know? Mm -hmm. Some of them are in sixth grade. So, you know, but, mm -hmm. you know, sixth to twelfth grade. So, with all due respect to that, but um, mm -hmm. I, I don't foresee my view ever being changed in an environment like that where I'm strictly dealing mm -hmm. with people who are much younger than me and I'm kind of an expert in the field. Mm -hmm. So, so my counter to that, not that I disagree with you, mm -hmm. um, is though um, I would say you have a source material that you can turn back to um, mm -hmm. where you can say like, okay, well, you know, everyone agrees the Bible is the authority on, on the subject that we're talking about considering we're at church. Here's what the Bible says, and here's you know, and and mm -hmm. there's um, some and interpretation of there, it. There are kids who visit, and like they're not necessarily, you know, Christians. Yeah, then I think I think you are at two separate starting points. But I yeah, think I yeah. think in something like with what Crowder is doing, where it's like it's pure opinion. Yeah, it's like mm -hmm. there there it is easier to change mind, and and mm -hmm. I think you know he he tackles some things that's like. You know, I would argue there's fact and, you know, others would be like, yeah, but there's other facts that you can look at. Yeah. Um, like when it comes to like gender identity and, mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. Um, you know, but I would say, you know, when you're when you're in a church setting, you're talking about the Bible, you can always turn back to the Bible. But yeah. when you're talking about like U.S. policy or politics mm -hmm. or, or culture, um, there is no book on that. It's just, yeah. well, this is what I think, and here's the arguments why I think that, mm -hmm. and yeah. here's what you think, and here's the arguments where Gosh. you think on that, and, and how do you merge and bridge those. Mm -hmm. And So much know. of that boils down to which facts are you going to prioritize? Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. which facts are you going to pay more attention to? So, that, also talking about Peterson, um, he said that this has really been the thing that, you know, if, if you would have asked in the 60s, if we would have, like, pretty high functioning AI and like robots and things kind of like helping us and doing mm -hmm. things for us, like moving around the world and uh, like around space, around their environment and, uh, you know, helping us carry the groceries in or things like that. Most people would have been like, oh yeah, by 2020, like 60 years from now. I mean, like mm -hmm. we're already going to space and like, look at mm -hmm. the, you know, the transistor uh, radio yeah. and the, and the, um, the microchip, like, mm -hmm. look, look, oh, definitely. Just look at the, and he said that, we haven't been able to do that. And the reason is you can train a camera, but you need a person to point it. Because if you just give it, like, I, I'm in this room, I'm in the shed, like, with, there, mm -hmm. there are five of us in here. Who's to say that, like, Daniel's face is more important than, like, that guitar hanging on the wall? Or, mm -hmm. you know, the fact that there's, like, a bag of wrenches in here, mm -hmm. or those golf clubs or whatever. It's, like, to, to be able to prioritize one fact over another mm -hmm. is something that's intensely human. And so even when it comes to this, it's, like, you know, if, if you have the abortion um, conversation mm -hmm. with people, uh, they're not, most people are not saying, well, what you're saying is scientifically inaccurate. Right. What they're saying is I'm prioritizing the set of facts that have to deal with the mother yeah. Or the convenience or whatever. And then someone else is saying, well, I'm prioritizing the fact that, like, this is a human life that's being terminated, right? Right. And so it's like, how do you get people 
on the same page when you've trained yourself to to weigh facts differently mm-hmm, like yeah. um and well go ahead well, i was gonna say that not every opinion is is equal yeah everyone has definitely. an opinion and so like just uh if you have a more informed opinion i i think that, mm-hmm, that yeah you will win arguments and that's mm-hmm. a consequence of it and, mm. and i I, I think you would win arguments if everyone were just like, you know, Vulcans. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. everyone's just like Spock and, oh, that's a logical point, and I concede you have mm-hmm. you have uh, changed my view. So to no, speak, I, I don't mean know. like that. I don't mean that someone's going to change their opinion. But I think what I mean by someone winning an argument is that if, so, if the other person who's opposing you just has nothing to say to the information you're bringing up, and that's possibly because they're just not as well informed, then it's just like, Look, you might be right, but yeah. this is your incentive. Yeah, this is your incentive to get more informed. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, going back to uh, kind of like how we're saying there's a parallel here to church history and everything. Mm-hmm. It's like there's more information now that's being disseminated. disseminated yeah, and it's like our world now. Mm-hmm. Our, I guess, responsibility. I mean, if you wish to take it, is that you're gonna have to go through all these sources and you're gonna have to do probably more work than someone did hundreds of years ago. But that doesn't mean that they had it. I mean, they may have had it easier on the research department, but it doesn't mean they had a better idea. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you're going to have to do what's mm-hmm. reasonable. Mm-hmm. And what's reasonable is you're going to have to do a lot of research. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, I mean, if you go back, let's say, you know, a thousand years, understanding what was going on around you wasn't <laughs> important. Mm-hmm. It's like if I'm a serf, I'm bound to this land and like, hey, you know, last year I was farming this patch of broccoli and I gave it to a guy who spoke French and this year I'm farming this patch of broccoli and I gave it to a guy who speaks German. Yeah. But like I am still farming this patch yeah. of broccoli. Yeah. So I mean, you know, there's there's not What a crop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that is that a new world food? That's not a new world food. I didn't mess that up, did I? Uh no. I've never heard of think the so. farming okay. broccoli. I don't know broccoli a farm. Let's go with food. wheat. Yeah. Wheat. Yeah, uh, barley. Yeah, that's definitely barley. More mm-hmm. universal. Yeah, hops. Um I so Would you know, you... it's thing thing it didn't it didn't affect you as much, I guess is what I'm saying. I would almost want to make a case that today it still doesn't, we just know. <laughs> think of like really honestly Italy. think about the fact like you heard and you heard, this, oh. you heard Broccoli. all these you heard all of these uh uh, all this stuff about Israel and the Gaza Strip, did that affect your Monday morning today? No. No. Did you need to know it? No. Did it change your relationship with Christ? No. So you're really the same as that surf, it's just now you have access to information to that he, did, he didn't. Yeah. The only so it's like kind of blows your mind. You have more to disregard. I you are a surf. I might with be. YouTube. I might be wrong. That's a great bumper sticker. But yeah, I might be wrong, but that's the kind of thing like Oh, that's what it means when it's like the surf it's what on the it's, internet. Oh Ooh. mind blown. Here's We're Dan all is just to, in test tubes. To actually inform us. Sorry. We're living in the Matrix. But that's that's the way I go with, with media is and with, with politi- politics in general is be local focused. Yeah. yeah. It really doesn't affect us. Really, not not really what the president is doing day to day. Or what the nation in general is doing day to day. It affects us more of local. And with the local government, you can actually go and potentially meet. Like, I've met mayors in cities that I've lived in. Whoa. It's not something that's out of the realm. I'm never going to meet a president. I mean, the highest person that I've ever met was 
uh, Ben Sass, the senator. Man, how much weed did he smoke? Super nice guy. What? <laughs> Said he was the highest person that you. Oh, ever... I was like, I was like, <laughs> um, yeah, was... super nice guy. I did not know who he was, so I was well, I was with a friend. He pointed over. He's like, oh, that's Ben Sass, and I loudly, I w- he was about as close as we got, which for the podcast is not yeah. gonna help. You and I are, and I loudly Fuck go. <laughs> he he goes. He quietly goes, he quietly leans over to me and goes, that's Ben Sass. And loudly to Ben Sass's face, I go, I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and who are you And even? he was so nice because he was like, hello, how's it going, guys? And we talked to him for a while. He uh, planted a Presbyterian church in D.C. And we saw you talking about that. Know. Real cool guy. Oh. Um, but anyway, but yeah, still, but what he's doing doesn't directly affect me as much as it does with whoever the person is that's over the county that I'm in or over the city that I'm in. So local is so much more important, and we get on these big arguments about how national should go, and I just, I feel like, or world politics, I'm like, I don't think we're really made to process that. Mm. We're especially not made to grieve world tragedies, yeah. there's too many of them. And just thinking of how much death the average person is exposed to, like how many deaths they, they might even see, like on, online, but not even just so much that, it's like, gosh, if three days out of the week you hear about some you know airstrike or some mm-hmm. shooting or and it's like okay well you know 600 lives lost here and 24 lives mm-hmm. lost there and it's like man you just mm-hmm. you become you become so jaded to it mm-hmm. and so. that's something that's sorry I'm, yeah. this won't be long that's something that frustrates me is that in the last two or last three days i've witnessed or i've driven past two very very fresh brutal car accidents Wow. And I know more about what's going on in Gaza than what happened out there. Wow. And I saw these people who probably, I think one of them um, was it was absolutely fatal. Wow. That person, I think that person had passed away. And I know nothing about what happened there. Mm. So that's why I'm like, I want to find good local, local mm. news. Mm. Yeah, none of us cited local news. No, and I, and I think that's actually a fair point that Dan makes. I, but I do think that the more the broader and more international news does though is it gives us a better perspective mm-hmm. on life because because mm-hmm. um, I guess it goes the other way around as well like if you just knew about the, the local crash mm-hmm. you know and it's just like yeah well there's also a war going on in Israel yeah. for instance yeah. but it's just like yeah how can you process all these events and stuff mm-hmm. and like, you, you can't and honestly there's so much information out there you're never going to know it all, know it all. Mm-hmm. there's no point to I think Really, what it comes down to, if I can just bring it to Ecclesiastes, because I love that book, it's like, hey, there's a lot you can learn, and it's just going to give you a headache. So, yeah, <laughs> don't, don't so spend all it. your time. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a good time to try to see uh, what you can prioritize. Yeah, what's important. I will say that that's in line with like Nietzsche's philosophy is like, stop reading so many heckin' books. Like go out there and embody some of this philosophy that you've yeah. developed. Like yeah. don't don't just keep sitting in your room and like building this giant muscle mm-hmm. of a brain that you're never gonna lift anything with. Mm-hmm. And like, you so. alluded to this uh, earlier in the podcast, but you know, reading articles, seeing videos, everything's just numbers and data. Mm. But meet a human being. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. how would we? Mm-hmm. Um, and I've watched these videos on YouTube, where like in Israel and. and well, Israel, and uh, they're interviewing actual like mm. Israel Israelites, and asking them about Israelis. what they think Israelis, mm-hmm. what they think about Palestinians, and vice versa. Mm. And it's just like when you get to that level of just the human being and how they process, and uh, it, it, there's emotion involved, yeah. there's history and everything. It's like 
um, that I think also gives you a more sharper and informed. Yeah. There's so this would be like the fourth or fifth time I've talked about Peterson, but he said because he he was a clinical psychologist for years, and he said I've never met a person that was less interesting than a Dostoevsky novel. Novel. And he loves Dostoevsky, but it's like if you if you talk to someone and you talk about like the way you'll you will find about and if they'll if they'll actually open up to you, they'll talk about exactly how their first marriage fell apart and how you know they weren't able to you know handle their first miscarriage or how uh, they actually got kicked out of school because of this and it's like every person's life is as interesting yeah. as mm-hmm. like a, a classical Russian novel. And it's mm-hmm. like, you're surrounded by these books. The best library. And it, yeah, exactly. And, and and just a lot of people, not everybody, but a lot of people really are yearning for someone to open up to and to tell their story to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I mean, I, I think of my own life and it's like, I don't think of all the deep, interesting things that have happened over the course of my whole life and the interactions. But I bet if I wrote a biography, um, that it would be it would be decent, you know, and I think if anyone had the right editor and, and like command of the English language, then they would be able to do that just because humans are are so complex, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. so yeah, so watch out for the media, or just don't. Or don't. Like, well, I mean, you need media. You know the uh, you know the Mark Twain quote. I think I might have said it on the podcast before. If you don't read the news, you're uninformed. If you read the news, you're misinformed. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like pick your poison, I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, I I I don't agree with that a hundred percent. But was it also Mark Twain that like listened to a preacher and went up to afterwards and said, "I heard that sermon before," <laughs> and the preacher said, "No, you haven't." He's like, "Yes, I have. I'll bring it to you next Sunday." So he comes next Sunday and gives him a dictionary, and inside the dictionary, subscribe words, just words. Wow. Wow. That's a mic drop moment. Dang. I think that was him. It sounds like him. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think it was Mark Twain that said, ask not what you can do. <laughs> Wait. What your country can do for you. Oh, what was it? Why is it Rice ask... Play Georgia or something like that? Rice Play Georgia? Yeah, they're Georgia. That's what that's the precursor to that line. Oh, that's he's the at, night. He's at one of the universities and is like saying, like, oh. why does this why does Rice play somebody? We oh. do it because it, not because it's easy, because it's hard. Oh. So it's like a way to get the crowd. So you're saying that's the night that the lights went out in Georgia? The lights are going out all over you. This is just Uh, us giving like old quotes now. I like it. I believe it was Benjamin Franklin. He said, four score. There's lightning in them clouds. Where's the (laughs) French diplomat? (laughs) (laughs) I got that right. Uh, Anything else in summation and conclusion and precipitation? Just, like, sum up the point of everything we said is, like, uh, there's a lot of information. Just be careful how, mm-hmm. what you listen to. As the broader the scope you have, you're probably going to get a better picture, generally speaking. Yeah. yeah. And be kind and honest in the way that you talk about it. Rewind. Um, And I would say don't comment on anything online or engage in it. That's just, that's an old whole thing. Yeah. I would say, like, don't be haughty. Uh, like like so many people are like a hottie with a body. Uh, well, that's me. I knew but, that joke was um, can't help it, man. <laughs> no, but like so many people uh, will take in uh, news from a source or a couple sources mm-hmm. and then be yeah. like, "Well, that's it." Yeah. Like 
That's I the know dogma. everything there yeah. is to know. Um, and like Eric said, like, you know, like get that broad perspective, but also mm-hmm. be open to the fact that you don't have all the perspectives. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter if you got it from your one preferred news source or if you got it from a mm-hmm. hundred different places, mm-hmm. you know, because as you were saying, like everyone has a perspective, mm-hmm. everyone has mm-hmm. a position on it, you know, like, and there could be something that you missed, mm-hmm. you know, like have a conversation and interaction versus have an argument. Mm-hmm. That's the, I think that's a good challenge for us and whoever is listening is to not take the easy road out um i I really appreciate the bible project guys and one of the things that tim Mm. mackin talked about is that he calls it the discipline of an open mind Mm. that it's not easy to have an open mind like truly in the right sense because people say they have open minds um all the time around but like literally having a mind that is saying that you're a you're a theologian in process your theology is in process saying that your understanding of the world is in process is difficult because it's it's so natural to just say i figured it i settled it i don't want to think about it anymore or that answer mm. was so easy to come to it's and also i think one thing is we t- with, with media bias with our we, we buy into it is by that answer is the answer i wanted to be true mm. and i like that better so i'm going to confirmation adopt it as true bias because, yeah. exactly yeah. Because, I, because they're saying everything i want to be true yeah yeah and that's easy but take the harder route, you know, take yeah. take the uh, path less travel, which is to have an open mind and be be open to being changed. Which is why I have my comments for all the stuff we talked about about like the the Crowder who changed my mind. It's like it'd be more impressive to me if he did, if he was someone who had Maybe an open mind to be malleable. At, at least at some point in his life, yeah. Because I I remember I or mean not just even like on a... that segment, but just in general, it yeah. Shows that he's a if he demonstrated that he's a kind yeah. of or if that Ben Shapiro open. showed that he could change his mind, like. It, I get more respect for that because I know that you are not someone who's just fighting a position because that's your turf. Yeah. And it shows like you actually are trying to find the truth. Yeah. You're actually looking for it. You're not just saying, I have a position that I'm going to die for because it's mine. And that's something that, I, as much as I love him, I don't think I've ever heard John MacArthur not be sure about a view that he holds. And then, you know, like when I hear James White, like he's changed his mm-hmm. eschatology. He switched mm-hmm. from being... Was he ah or was he, he was historic pre? But he switched. He's he's a post millennial now. Ooh, ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's post millennial now, and I'm like, I, and not just because I have an affinity for that view, um, but, but I, it's like I'm I, not surprised because he was hanging Durbin. around. Yeah, yeah, but dude, he's also he's not letting Durbin do his thinking for him. Yeah, um, I <laughs> no, and, and I think that that's something that the students. Um, kind of respect if if they ask me a question and it's like look I I'm kind of in flux right now about yeah. where I stand on this view whether it's eschatology or mm-hmm. you know whatever it is um, they see that kind of authenticity and they're like oh okay so apparently it's okay to even be like an old man like Mr. Bergner and not and and not be sure about every yeah. view yeah. because so many I'd say especially teachers it's like we have a vested interest in saying mm-hmm. like, well, here, here's the fact. And it's like, we have to be seen as sure and authoritative. And what's that? Uh, authorities. Yeah. Authorities on it. One more thing. So authorities. Okay. A snorities. No, I've been, uh, respect mine. Oh, got it. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I got you. <laughs> you want to fist pump me? I'll fist pump you. Thanks. There we go. Um, and they could hear it. So in conclusion, yeah. In conclusion, uh, eat your wheaties. Eat your barley's. 
Oh. Or your broccolinis. Oh, <laughs> it would have been great after this whole thing if you'd ended this podcast with, yeah, and our sponsor today. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Wheaties, the cereal of uh, probably Bruce Jenner at some point. <laughs> very forward-thinking cereal, <laughs> Wheaties. Um, and next week we're going to talk about well. how Wheaties will make you uh, smarter and run farther. But there's no bias in this news story. This is just separate. It comes and there's out. no like side effects that'll show up 30 years later in your life. Yeah, that's always something so, that's interesting to see is like when you read those those uh, studies for health and when they're like that shows up that like chocolate has health benefits and paid for by Hershey. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like well that it could be true, but it's like well that's very interesting. So mm. for Sinclair News Media, <laughs> this is Travis Bergner signing off and saying, "Have a great, 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 great."